know that Chinese-Canadian parliamentarians and Chinese-Canadians in general are targets, greater targets for interference by China uh, than others. And we get updated regularly. All right, that's Prime Minister Trudeau. And, you know, the controversy over foreign interference in our elections continues to rage, despite what, you know, the government keeps saying, and despite the measures that were announced by Prime Minister Trudeau this week. The problem is the stories keep coming. The stories of how people in charge were told about these concerns and did nothing. In fact, there are those who say they tried to warn the government for years about the influence of the Chinese Communist Party in Canada, and they were ignored. One of those people joins us now, actually. Gloria Fung is with us, president of the Canada-Hong Kong Link and the convener of the Canadian Coalition for a Foreign Influence Registry. Gloria, thank you for being with us. Good morning. Thank you for having me this morning. Now, Gloria, in years past, is this something that you have raised concerns about? Yes, absolutely. Actually, for decades, we've been observing the continuous infiltration of uh, Canada by the Chinese Communist Party. Of course, there are also other Manai uh, foreign powers doing the same. And we have written a national report on intimidation and harassment, and we have submitted that to the government as well as our CMP. Uh, but unfortunately, we haven't seen any action being taken. And then in recent months, with the exposure of more details, uh, you know, as indicated in the alleged uh, CSIS reports and also media coverage, I think uh, we are already up to a point that uh, we need our government to take immediate action to combat foreign interference. And that is why we uh, 33 community organizations have come together with one voice to urge our government to pass and enact the foreign influence registry before the next election takes place. Right. What have what kind of things have you seen? Like, what worried you? When what kind of things did you see that were worrying you, Gloria? Well, I think uh, the infiltration, manipulation, and intimidation have been taking place for years uh, at different levels of government in different provinces of Canada. Um, Say, for instance, apart from the so-called, uh, you know, the, the the funding being channeled from uh, the Chinese embassy or uh, Chinese government to their preferred uh, candidates, we have also seen a lot of violation of the regulations of uh, Elections Canada um, at different levels of uh, government elections. And uh, to such an extent that uh, they gradually build up their, you know, their, their, their power base at you know, different levels of government. And uh, so uh, at the same time, they have also systematically uh, intimidating and also harassing dissidents uh, who are critical to us, the Chinese policies on Canadian soil. And they have also jeopardized our peaceful demonstration, our Canadians' rights of freedom of expression as we exercise it on, uh, uh, in Canada. And uh, so this is really beyond our, you know, uh, endurance. And uh, it is of utmost importance for a government not to deny uh, these infiltration. Um, and and uh, they need to take immediate action 
to combat the foreign interference, particularly the foreign in, uh, influence registry. Mm-hmm. It's a very important first step. Um, well, but of course, we can still continue to investigate into the root cause and the operation right. of the entire problem. Gloria, when, when these reports were given to the RCMP or when they were given to the government, what kind of reaction did you get back? Did you ever hear anything back? Well, uh, the, the, the national report of intimidation and harassment that I mentioned just now uh, was dated 2017 and 2020. And uh, in both cases, we submitted it to uh, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and then uh, we also met with LCMP uh, representative uh, to directly address our concerns to them. But unfortunately, uh, we haven't seen any action being taken until very recently when the police service stations uh, issue and also the election infiltration issue have been brought up by media. But still, uh, based on my conversation with LCMP, I observed that you know, they don't have the necessary legislative tool to enable them to hold individuals or groups uh, that are involved in this kind of handling accountable. Uh, Are you hopeful, though, Gloria, with everything that's happened in the last couple of weeks, do you feel like maybe finally something will happen? Well, I'm hopeful that uh, our government has finally admitted that they need to uh, you know, uh, uh, probably uh, pass a, a foreign influence registry. Uh, however, um, time is of essence. They need to pass and enact it as soon as possible without further delay. And it should be totally independent of these, uh, the investigation to be conducted by the special rapporteur because we need this act to be in place before the next federal election. And uh, so I'm hopeful that uh, our government has finally taken the first step. But this is only a baby step. So we look forward to working with the government to make it happen. Well, Gloria, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you for having me. That is Gloria Fung, president of the Canada-Hong Kong Link and the convener of the Canadian Coalition for a Foreign Influence Registry. She is one of many people who have been warning the federal government and security services for years about the influence of the CCP on particularly, you know, candidates for elections, foreign influence in elections, essentially, and says that nothing, you know, ever, nothing was ever done about it. So that warning has been there. And hopefully now the government will start to listen. I mean, they made that announcement this week, but I don't know, there's not a lot of confidence that something will actually change as a result of that. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.